You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with two great friends, Amy Johnson, Russ Little from Strata Project Management. Uh, we've had the opportunity to work with them from the very beginning when I think this was just a concept and uh, and now can't wait to catch up with them and really learn more about their business, but how they're helping everyone uh, or helping their clients, I should say. Now, let's jump into it. Now, if you've ever tried to do a, a big you know DIY project You're probably familiar with the feeling that you've taken on a little, maybe even a little too much, a lot more than you bargained for. Let's put it that way. But the stakes might not be as high if you're trying to wallpaper your bathroom, right? But when projects are really big, the margin of error gets smaller and smaller as the stakes get higher and potentially more costly. Now, Strata Project Management Group is a full service project management and real estate consulting uh, organization from feasibility studies to due diligence to post-construction and beyond. Both Amy and Russ have a phenomenal background and we're gonna jump into that and learn a little bit more on why they took that leap. Why did they start this organization and why did they bet on themselves? That's what this podcast is all about. So thank you so much, Amy and Russ for joining us on this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you all. So tell us a little bit about what a project management company does. (laughs) (laughs) We can go a lot of different directions, right? Um, But at the very basis of it, from our perspective, is there we're here to calm the chaos, right? Calm the chaos. Brian, you talked about wallpaper. I mean, you know, ripping wallpaper off, paint wallpaper, that can seem like kind of rudimentary, but when it gets really big and complicated with designers and owners and everyone kind of having their own opinion. Uh, Amy and I uh, and our company do a great job of just kind of calming everything down. You know, we like to say we're the that quintessential layer, mm-hmm. right, for an, for an owner that, that kind of helps translate the, the nuances of construction um, so that they're not in the middle of that every day. Yeah, we really um, become that bridge between the owner and – everyone else who's working on the project from the architect to the real estate broker to kind of help help the owner really build the right team because mm-hmm. not every architect is suited for every project not every contractor is suited for every project and they'll tell you that themselves um, we're there to help the client understand what their projects are what their goals are what their what the end result that they're looking for is and to help build that you know total package team from from start to satisfaction and you know then navigate them through that process because it does get a little hairy Um, No construction project will ever be perfect. You will always have change orders. You will always have surprises and the client will always change their mind. And that's okay. Um, We're just there to help smooth that process out and make sure that the client understands, you know, what's the secondary result of the decision I'm making today? What is that going to do for me down the road and kind of talking them through that and they may or may not still make the same decision. But, you know, getting them through that whole process and really just calming the noise. I mean, there's hundreds of emails flying on a project. There's phone calls. There's all of that stuff. But the client still has to do their real job mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, run their business and, you know, earn their living and and manage their people. We're there to kind of do all this noise that they do maybe once every five to ten years. So. W- would your services be in addition to the contractor or are you playing the contractor role or are you partnered with the contractor or we both? Do not, we are completely third party. So we okay. are completely independent and the owner's advocate. So we will bring the right contractors to the table. So we work alongside them, mm-hmm. um, but we're not there to do their jobs. They, you know, everybody has a role on a project, um, but we're really the advocate for the client and representing them and becoming an extension of their team 
um, throughout the course of the project. So, you know, working with the designer to say, hey, you haven't quite captured what the owner's looking for here. We need to make an adjustment. Or with the, the contractor, hey, the client's budget's this, and you guys are however much over. Let's let's sit down and figure out how we can save them some money or get them to a happy place. So yeah. we're just an extension of the client's team. Yeah, we, we're, we're kind of the team builder, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we look at the strengths, the needs of the project, and we start to stack those strengths no different than a coach would, right, mm-hmm. to try and figure out what, you know, how are we going to get to the end zone here? Um, and so that's what we're, we're a real big piece mm-hmm. of is building that team. Yeah. Yeah. Our industry is is different, but similar. Right. So our job, right, is to be that for our clients. We're working with factories all over the world. There are a shitload of problems that go down that our clients (laughs) never know about. Right. Exactly. Because we're really good at dealing with issues, dealing when things come up that maybe we can't control. Some of my best conversations that I just love having are with construction companies or developers. And they'll be like, what do you mean that item's not going to get there on time? And my first question is, is there anything that you couldn't control this week that's gone on in a project? And they immediately realize like, well, yeah, I'm waiting for windows. It's going to be like 35 more days or like 18 weeks. I mean, it's, it's insane. And then all of a sudden they realize, all right, well. Maybe they have some challenges as well. Yeah. So you just kind of put them in their shoes. But that's yeah. why it's so important to have someone like yourselves to be that project manager. We're going through a complete renovation right now in, um, in my house. And I'm it's insane the amount of this person's building a closet and let's do this kitchen and this and all these different things. And we have somebody that is helping us out through all of that, right? Picking yeah. the right people, telling us which direction to go. My wife's honestly like the PM too. I'm just mm. sitting in the background like just... What do I owe you? Get out of the way. Um, But having that person is super important. And this is obviously on a smaller scale of just a house. So you can imagine when you have these big projects. What I want to do is talk a little bit about y'all's background. Both of you very well established in in what you guys have done, right? Um, You have a phenomenal background, but also a little bit different. And, And then you guys decided to take that leap. One of my best questions I love asking people is when was that moment that you said, okay, we, this is a need, right? We see it. We already have the relationships. Hell, let's do it. Tell me about that story. (laughs) I love that story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I guess it was, uh, 2021, you know, Russ and I, uh, Russ and I met in May of 2021 and we started Strata in August of 2021. That's love at first sight. <laughs> From a business love standpoint. At first sight. That is wild. Yeah. Wow. So um, we were introduced to each other by a mutual friend who said, um, you both love what you do. You just want to do something different. You want to do it differently. You have very complementary skill sets and you're different enough that that marriage might work. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you guys meet? And then he, he very quickly said, but if it doesn't work out, it's not my problem. <laughs> That's right. So That's right. he very quickly said that. Insurance right um, there, yeah. So we we met um, probably at least once a week for, you know, a couple month or two. And we're like, you know, I, I kind of had a timeline in my head and he had a timeline in his head. And <laughs> they kind of married up a little bit. Yeah. And um, we were, you know, we had some very frank, hard conversations very, very early without knowing a whole lot about each other. So, um, and then just kind of decided, you know, he, you know, realized one day, you know, he's got a lot of skill sets that I, I either don't have, or I don't like to do, or I don't want to do. And he loves that stuff (laughs) (laughs) and and vice versa. Hey, let's just give it a shot. Let's, you know, jump in. And let's just be completely candid. As soon as we had a couple clients that were like, go do it. We were like, okay, we're in. We should go do it, yeah. right? So there's a need out there, obviously. I mean, our 
our our industry is flooded with some really large players and then there's really a, a kind of lack of groups our size mm-hmm. right and so i think that was the need we saw in the market um we're an independent representative of the client right we don't do a lot of the services that some of the larger global companies that we both work that do and so we feel like we have an advocacy that we can provide that you know maybe we couldn't in our old roles so there's certainly a need there um but i think it all kind of it all really is the the principal jumping point is hey if you guys hang a shingle we're happy to go with you right yeah, and that's yeah. when it made it really easy to do um, I love telling the story. So my wife and I would meet before I would go meet with Amy when we're talking about this. And I'm like, okay, if she says no to these five questions, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> totally out. <laughs> and then when I would come back, she's like, well, are you in? I'm like, we're still in. <laughs> the next week, okay, no to these two questions, I'm out. And funny enough, I was having the same conversations. Yeah, right. I'm like, okay, if he has a hard no on these three <laughs> things, then I'm done and yeah. I got to move on. Like yeah. I got to cut ties. I got my timeline in my head. Right. We got to just move on with this because I need. I want to do something and, you know, it's got to be the summer of 21. So I had one more year for my kid to be in high school and then he's off to college. I'm like, this is the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, the interesting part is, you, Brian, you mentioned our backgrounds. You know, Amy's been, you know, in a very fast-paced, market-driven environment, entrepreneurial from the beginning. I've been on the corporate side much more, you know, methodical, planned, right? And I think that along with, she's an architect, I'm an engineer, I love back of house info, she likes to go do the sales and marketing. I think it's just been a really good connection of equal but different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, to really help kind of stack our stack our strengths, right? And, and so we're not overlapping and stepping on each other because you guys know in a small business, you got to wear a lot of hats, but you also need to know who's responsible. Otherwise, you're chasing a lot of you know, rabbit holes that waste time, don't let you focus on your that. client, you know, fill in the blank, right? And it's also that complement, you know, the the complementary um, backgrounds and, you know, experiences that we've had that also help our clients too, because, you know, if we're going in and it's a very high touch, very high designed, detailed sort of project, that's me all day long. If it's on the technical side and got, you know, a lot of equipment associated with it and heavy on the MEP side, um, that's Russ all day long. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we're both tying into those projects to kind of add value on, hey, have you thought about this or have you thought about that? Or, you know, maybe we should push the contractor in that direction or push the architect in this direction. Um, so, you know, the skill sets, although we we kind of in our past lives were called the same thing, you know, we're all project managers, but we had very different developmental, um, you know, roles as we started progressing through our careers. So, um, again, no I doubt. came from the, the fast-paced, you know, in the trenches, you know, doing kind of this sort of project, you know, from the get-go. And Russ was more on the corporate side, leading big teams. Um, so it's really, you know, helped us from a, you know, growing the business to have that skill set from his perspective um, to help us build the right team on our side as well as our clients. And so you, you're in the residential side? No. Or, no, no. All commercial. commercial all commercial. Yes, all okay. commercial. Not the individual residential, right? Yeah. We are doing a little bit of... I hate to even call it multifamily, but More you know we sort of multifamily. Yeah, yeah we've done yeah. some work with you know Roof Above nonprofit in town mm-hmm. where they're really trying to solve the whole homelessness and affordable housing piece, and so we've done some apartment cleanup updates, right? But primarily in commercial, retail, uh, industrial kind of projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So tell me um, specifically when you guys started it, you guys were asking your clients, your friends, like, should we do it, right? And you found that need. 
did you already have a project dotted, signed, ready to go? Or did you start that company and then you knew it was coming? And tell me a little bit about like, what was the first project? Like what, what was the, the moment where you actually were like, oh shit, we got something to work on. <laughs> we got, like, let's go. We have a company. We're, this is it. Well, let's roll. I would say, I mean, I guess our non-competes are up at this point. So we can talk about that. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. yeah I mean, I that's up to you. Okay. Like I said, yeah. you can say whatever you want. I don't, I, mean, I do not um, mind. So yes and no. Yeah. So, I mean, we were very, you know, conscious and respectful of our, of our other companies and, you know, making sure that, you know, we, left on a on a good note we we both still have very good friends and mentors that we worked with and um you know our our old companies are very supportive of us kind of jumping off um but there there had to be a clean split on okay this project i'm finishing with the old company and then this project will be with strata and um you know we started kind of getting the word out of oh we're going to start start this company we're going to do this it's like oh i have a great project for you (laughs) i'll wait two weeks for you to if you if you're interested in this you know, I won't, I won't bring it to you now. I'll bring it to you in like two or three weeks when you guys get started. Yeah. And it was like, oh, wow, that's really <laughs> flattering that you're willing to like hold your project for us to get right? our company yeah. off the ground and yeah. get started. Wow. Um, and some Very really cool. big cheerleaders um, that we had in the industry that really kind of put our name out there and, you know, got us on list for proposals yeah. and, and bids that we would normally not have been on because, you know, they put their neck out there yeah. and said, hey, you should give them a shot. Yeah. So, so I think I think the one that probably jumps out, right, is... I'm not even sure we had a name, um, so we, <laughs> we couldn't we name. couldn't even deposit an invoice even if we got one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we didn't have business cards. We were doing an interview from our you know separate houses because we don't have office space, and um, we met these two incredible entrepreneurs who were in Virginia that said we're going to try this whole pickleball craze and really blow it up here in Charlotte. Um, and so we interviewed with the rally folks. I mean, literally a week or two before we launched. Um, and so that would probably be the first one. I think we had yeah. under wraps to say, we're really going to do this, you know, yeah. and this is going to keep us busy long enough to figure out, are we going to, are we going to make it long? You know? Yeah. yeah. And we were, we were working with our branding folks and we were working with legal and all that to get everything set up. And we're sitting in this interview and we'd interviewed and they were like, this is great. You know, we love that you guys are a startup. We love that you guys are kind of in the same boat we are. What's the name of your company? <laughs> and we both sat there and we're like, can we let you know Monday? <laughs> really, we're, we, we will awesome. be making a decision this weekend, and we'll let you know Monday. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. So you guys had a child hired. without a name, basically. That's, so what's the name of the child? We haven't thought about it yet. We well, don't it was, know yet. My my best friend yeah. just had a, a, a daughter, and I was like, "What's the name?" Oh, we haven't picked it out yet. I was like, "Your daughter is alive. <laughs> what are you talking about?" He's like, don't "Man, you had to fill out some he paperwork." Goes, yeah. he goes, How did you the, take that one away? It's the third one. It's the third one. Oh, we could, I was like, sense. all right, all right. Have a hard yeah. time. Um, yeah. Well, Strata, so tell yeah. us about that while we're yeah. on the name. Yeah. How did you land there? What's the meaning behind it? And, yeah, uh, we had, well, we had a great branding team help us. Um, Mandy and, and Brooke at uh, Dry Ink Designs helped really kind of learn who we were because, as Amy mentioned, we just kind of met. <laughs> um, and so they, they helped us really profile what strata was going to become right and that's what our core values are based on and they really worked hard tirelessly to get us happy um with what we ended up with which we think is a really good design and really lays out you know our vision for the company right which is you know strata's kind of twofold you've got you know where we want to become the bedrock of our clients business right we want them to rely on us like we are part of their business just like the strata layer of in geology right and so you've got that 
stratification of of rock that says this is this is what something I can rely on. But then as we're headed to the future, right? We want this company to grow and become something that's much bigger than Amy and I. Um, it's really in that stratosphere, right? That you start to take off flight and you get into the common layer in the atmosphere, which is where we want clients and long-term clients to be is in a really comfortable and kind of calm place. So that's where strata came from. Love the it. process to get there. <laughs> well, that would be strategy. <laughs> strategy, right? <laughs> right? Something like that. Um, you know, Mandy and Brooke did amazing work because, you know, we might not, we definitely were not their easiest client no. to try and figure out how we're going to land on this Give them name. a lot of credit with patience with us. So, because yeah. um, again, we were doing this and, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's Monday. Um, we need a name <laughs> and a brand and a logo and a message by Friday. Like, we're launching. Like, get going, guys. Yeah. And they came back, and they're like, here's some things. And we're like, yeah, I don't know. So we spent the weekend with about, you know, pages and pages of names that we had come up with, and we honestly hated everything, and we kept coming back to Strata <laughs> and the message behind it. And we're like, well, this kind of works. Yeah, so felt like it was a good fit once we found you know yeah. once we landed on where we we're going with it um then the logo just landed behind it we're like okay can kind of see those layers um and now we love it yeah. and that was really honestly some great coaching we got from our our industry partners which was you're gonna love it right it's your business you're gonna build it from that and so don't overthink it um make we it happen were, we yeah. were 100 percent yeah. yeah so maybe there's a baby bit. i mean yeah. we maybe know, a little bit we need a name for the baby it's common <laughs> yeah it's common we see it a yeah, lot we, yeah. I mean, we, we couldn't we, pick we, the name for the baby uh, yeah. right <laughs> but we interviewed and won a project it without yeah. a name for the company that's that right there is unbelievable well, right like that so. that is a testament to both of yeah, you yeah it speaks because volumes if you if i'm like if i'm working with somebody i'm like so what's the name of your company and they're like i don't have a name for a company i'll be like like what are we doing? <laughs> now, granted, I do need a name and I need a logo. Logos like, have to be the bloodline of our business. Yeah. But, Without that, we don't have anything. But that's that's very yeah. impressive, and and, I, and that place is unbelievable. Yeah, right? like so, what a cool, like oh, very, it was a very unique cool project. Yeah. It was, Absolutely, it was fun to be a part of because it's different, and you know. Yeah. So. Well, how's it going? Great. It's going so, good. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, we're almost two and a half years in. That's crazy too. Yeah, Congratulations, I know. isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. I think, um, you know, it's hard sometimes, and I'm sure you guys maybe see this, to really get perspective, mm-hmm. right? Um, two and a half years ago, we wrote a business plan. We're like, oh, this is where we're going to be in 2024. Felt really good. And we're like, ah, I don't know if we'll ever get there. And we're so far ahead of that now. But you don't, you. do you ever take the moment and minute to say, gosh, did we get there? Well, I have a story about that, that uh, we're – we're 15 years in, and we're just now writing our plan. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do you need help? Well, and, and what I mean by that is, look, the plan initially was, look, you know, go out, build relationships, right. gain clients, do the right thing every mm-hmm. single time, and the money will follow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you'll figure the rest out as you go. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that plan it's worked. pretty good plan. Um, that plan worked, but now it's like, hey, we've got – a team, we want strategy, we want to understand goals, we want to put people in place to help us achieve those goals and all mm-hmm. those things. But that's small business. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, and you just sort of react to, to what you have coming. So yeah. it sounds like yeah. you guys are kind of in that yeah. sort of well, I think period we've, of, we've of achieved, that. You know, we've achieved a lot more than either of us ever expected in two and a half years. I mean, we've we've grown way more than we thought. I mean, we, we, we knew we could do it. We just didn't know, like, that we would – 
see as much success as we have and have as many, you know, good industry cheerleaders as we've had and people take chances on us and yeah. and say, hey, these guys did a great job. Here's, you know, my other five colleagues, you should call them too. Fantastic. So we, we weren't yeah. expecting all of that so quickly. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just been a fun ride. Yeah. And, you know, we, we started this to, to work with people we liked, mm -hmm. people we respected, businesses that were fun, people that were fun to be around and that respected what we do and, you know, work with team members that we also enjoyed working with. And we wanted to like, you know, walk away from a project at the end with everybody being friends. And we've succeeded in that yeah. to, to keep moving that forward. Yeah. And you keep want, wanting to work with the, the same teams over and over and over again and build new teams and bring on new partners and, you know, have new experiences. And, you know, we've been able to, to, to do that. Yeah. And it's been fun. Yeah. It's been a lot of work. Yeah. But yeah. it's and been it, fun. It is. And it's been good the last, what, maybe 12 months or so, 10 months. So we brought on a, uh, an employee, a PM with us, another project manager, you know, kind of similar story, right? Sat in the corporate world. I was trying to figure out what the next thing was, 20-some years in that. Um, and and so now we're moving past, moving from uh, we've got to go get revenue, right, to, all right, we we need to start thinking about culture. Like, what does it mean to be part of Strata five years from now? Mm -hmm. um, you guys know if you hire the right person, that kind of blends itself. Um, and I think, you know, we've started that with Elisa, who's our new senior, not new, but our senior project manager. Um, and so now that's really a focus for 24. How do we... How do we springboard on culture and and start making this a place that not just clients want to come be a part of, but actually employees want to come mm -hmm. be a part of it because that's how you know that's how we're going to scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I've mentioned so we do a lot of, of work in that AEC kind of kind of world, and one of the things that I've noticed more than any other industry that we work with is the power of relationships, the power of collaboration. And damn, y'all have some fun. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> we go to these events with all y'all. I'm like, these people freaking get down, man. Like, <laughs> this is nuts. And getting invited to Pinehurst and crazy events in Charleston. And let's go here. And then it's like, let's go to Ireland. I'm like, whatever, man. Like, this is freaking, <laughs> this is wild. But it's really cool to see that, right? And, and what I've seen more than anything, and what I think a lot of the best in any industry that you're in, it's not so much looking at people as, as competitors so much as, as looking at how you can collaborate. How can you challenge others to be better? You know, for a long time in this industry, I would look at other people that do what we do and it's like, they're the enemy, mm -hmm. right? COVID changed a lot of that where none of us were making any money. <laughs> so we decided, well, shit, we got to get creative. And so we started connecting with people all over the country. I wanted to know what, you know, marketing companies in Chicago were doing for those brands. I wanted to know what people were doing in California. Yeah. And I got into some of these networking groups and these, and really it was just kind of handpicked from people that we all thought they were doing a good job. And we really met like almost every day and challenged ourselves on what are you doing now? It wasn't racing to a transaction through PPE, right? It was really like, how are we going to establish ourselves in two years to be able to win? Mm. And now I consider some of those people some of my best friends. If you looked at us on a side by side, you'd be like, dude, y'all are competitors. How can you? <laughs> yeah. How can you do that? Your industry's done an amazing job. So both of you are developing all those relationships. It doesn't shock me at all that mm. they're like. Oh, wait, they, wait, hold on. They, Russ and Amy started, hell yeah, I want to help them out, right? <laughs> yeah. And is that just unique in your world? Like how, what makes that collaboration work so well in that industry? Because it just isn't like that yeah. across the board in other industries. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I- Y'all have fun. That's I'll what it is. In. You party. I think it's, that's what I think it it's first partying. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's, that's, um, exactly. <laughs> you, th that's it. You guys throw a hell no, of a party. I think, I mean, 
This is my opinion, so mm-hmm. yeah. certainly Amy jump in, but I think what we do is so complicated. If you did try and do it on your own, you're going to fail, yep. right? Um, you know, we talked about stacking strengths. I mean, there's a general contractor that's right to do your home renovation, and there's a general contractor that's right to go build the Duke, you know, that new mm-hmm. tower over there, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're not going to individually do it. And I think that's the biggest piece is you just, every, everybody kind of has a niche. Everybody knows their lane. It's no different then kind of building that team again, right? Like you don't put the wide receiver behind center and ask him to throw a 50-yard pass, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure everybody's in the right seat. Um, and I think uh, having that awareness and everybody knows they're a lane um, makes it easy to look across. Um, and I think the other thing is we're in a great market, right? Like Charlotte is – and that was one of the things we looked at when we decided to launch. Like where else would you want to be to launch a company like this? I'm not sure, right? Like, there's just there's not a scarcity issue of Charlotte in in construction and real estate. It's not a scarcity issue. If anything, there's more than can be done, right? And so I think that that helps too, is we're all just kind of out there um, trying to help each other grow. And I think too, it's just you know having a lot of mutual respect for each other. That you know our competitors they do a great job too. Yeah, um, we do a great job. It's just kind of for the client finding the right fit for them because personalities are different styles are different but it's not that our competitors do a bad job they all do a great job we got a lot of mutual respect for them yeah. we're we're friends with them mm-hmm. um and the the you know the people that we work with you know our um you know our vendors and our contractors and all, all that you know we've got a lot of mutual respect in what they do and we trust their decisions that they're going to kind of take the client in the right direction because of that respect yeah so and everybody you know knows their lane they stay in their lane they respect what we do um, and the fact that, hey, if they've got an issue or they've got, hey, I really need this person to, to do this, you know, can you help me get them pushed forward? They know that we're going to jump through hoops to make sure that they're successful and the rest of the team is successful. So then, therefore, the client's successful. That's awesome. Is there a particular type of, of commercial real estate that you're focusing on, like retail, industrial, office, uh, you know, or is it just across the board? It's a little bit across the board, and that's a lot market-driven right mm-hmm. now with kind of where things are from an office market perspective. You know, we hear different things about, you know, the office market's coming back or it's stored of waning or we've still got a lot of buildings in uptown and they're in receivership. What's going to happen? What are they going to do? We're still doing corporate office. We've got, you know, some retail projects. We've got a couple of development projects that we're working with, um, you know, that we're working on. We've got um, some nonprofit work. Uh, that was one of the things when we started Strata is we, you know, how do we how do we best give back? Okay, we give this service to nonprofits who normally would have a board member who's, you know, partially engaged to how to help them with, or they don't have it at all. They've got internal people. They have no idea what they're doing. You know, how do we help help our nonprofit partners in the community? Um, yeah. You know, some industrial projects. So we're kind of spreading it out. Just with, with our, our experience, we've got a pretty wide range of experience. There probably isn't a project type in our careers that one of us hasn't touched at some point along the way. Yeah. Um, and we want to keep it, you know, keep it broad. Um, because that's what, for me, that's what keeps it interesting. That's what's fun is to jump in and do, a, you know, work on a development project one day and then go do a high-end law firm the next day. It's like, that's what keeps our, our minds fresh and the ideas coming because you never know where the next strategy for my high-end law firm might come from, you know, a site guy randomly saying something while he's tearing trees out or mm-hmm. something, you know, it could be something sure. random like that, that you get, oh, hey, that's a great idea. We should you know, yeah. think about that. Yeah. So. 
I love it. I want to jump in quickly. You guys obviously have started the company. You're super busy in that, but you guys are also amazing, you know, members of our community and have done a lot. And and each of you kind of have your own little things that you're, you're interested in and you're connected to. Tell us a little bit about, um, your, and you can each answer this obviously, because they're both completely different, (laughs) but what does that mean to you to be involved, right? To give back. I, I feel like the, the best people in this community are not the ones that say they're too busy. It's the ones that give back. And it's more than just, let me be a good parent. Let me be a good, you know, husband and let me run a company, right? There's another piece that you need, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that's what this company has given me is a purpose and, and the ability to work with nonprofits and the ability to get connected in some of those and, and really the ability to make a difference. What does that mean to you guys in each of the sectors that you that you volunteer in uh, or in the boards that you sit on and, and how does that play a role in your life? Yeah, so I've been on the board of Children and Family Services was their prior name. It's now Ascend Nonprofit Solutions. Okay. Um, but they manage the building over on Fifth Street um, that houses a lot of nonprofits. It was kind of Huma Call's dream child about 20 years ago was to create a space for nonprofits to come and sort of incubate and grow. And there's a shared services component to it where they will also help you with your HR, your IT services, um, insurance, all kinds of other things where the nonprofit can really focus on their mission and, you know, their programs and not have to deal with kind of some of that back of house stuff. So I've been on that board for, I think it's been about 10 years. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> but they kind of, you know, introduced me into that kind of world of nonprofit of, you know, we, I get to touch a lot of different, different groups um, being, you know, being on that board. Um, you know, and they're all children and family focused and they're all like doing good in the community for, for our littlest people, um, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in starting Strata, you know, that was one of the things we really wanted to do. And we got introduced to the folks at Roof Above um, and the folks at The Relatives, um, which love, adore both of those organizations. Yep. And we're mm-hmm. still, you know, from from day one, we had, you know, potential projects and we're talking with both of them. And, you know, as of yesterday, we're working on something else with The Relatives to just help them out. Um, so it's, you know, we live and breathe here. We you know, raised our families here. Um, Charlotte's our home, and this is our way of giving back. And being involved in the community helps do that. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, and, and for me, it was um, pre-COVID, was going through Leadership Charlotte because I'd kind of gotten to that point. My kids are all grown, growing if not grown. <laughs> There's no more Little League games or after-work kind of things. And, I'm, and in my mind, I'm thinking I can cut checks all day long, but how do I really get involved? Right, and make Charlotte my home. Um, So I'm born Catawba County, 30 minutes away or so. Charlotte was always a big, scary city for us, right? And never in my life, my wife and I both said when we got when we met, the one place we'll never move in our entire life is Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, But we could (laughs) not be happier with where we are, right? Charlotte now is a much different place than it was in the 80s and early 90s. But um, had really said, how do I get more integrated into what's going on? You know, Brian, to your point, like the best people, my mentors that I see aren't just going to the office and then taking care of their house and home. They're contributing to a board. They're fundraising for an event. They're doing something that's going to make Charlotte better. Um, And Leadership Charlotte helped me do that just from giving perspective on what's out there. Right. And so for me, it's kind of a story of everything kind of coming together because I thought, wow, affordable housing seems like the thing. Like maybe I need to get involved in that. And then Strata comes around, and next thing you know, Roof Above saying, hey, do you guys want to help us, right? And so it's such a great, tangible way to give back and the amount of gratitude that you get from that, right? It's not a transaction to, you know, 
the program manager at the shelter, right? To them, it's their everyday. Like you're making a shower not leak anymore Mm -hmm. that they're going to use 5,000 times in a year. Um, It's really, you know, that's the impact. It's not stroking a check. So it's being able to go out there and put hands on it and physically be part of it. I love it. What a great program, man. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. I love it. So let's talk about the future. You guys have (laughs) already already blown out your goals out of the water. So now you have to have new goals, which I'm sure you do. Um, Tell us a little bit about, you know, where do you guys want to be in in five years from now? And and what do you see, uh, you know, Strata not only achieving, but but what would make both of you look at yourselves and say this is a success? And I'm sure it already is. Mm -hmm. But I know both of you. You're going up. Okay, let's be honest. There's, we're not chilling right now. You're not happy. We're, you are happy, but you're going up. Okay, you're going up. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it's to continue to be the first call for an independent real estate project management group, right, in town. Um, and whatever town that is, right, because we're serving not just Charlotte, which will always be our home, but we're extending into other markets um, as our Charlotte-based clients want to go that way, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's really the future for us. You know, we want to continue to you know, differentiate on client-centric focus. We want to differentiate on we're the owners. And if you want to make a change client, you're talking to the people that can do that, right? Um, and we want to make sure that um, we always keep their best interests at heart. Um, you know, and we're going to stick, we're going to scale, right? So we've got one employee today, and hopefully it becomes more than that. So we really got to focus core on our culture. Um, and kind of what you said, Scott, I mean, I think – yeah, I think the the projects and the revenue and all that will come, right? So long as we're doing the right things. Right? That's right. And I think to date we've done the right things with the client side and and I think, you know, we've done the right thing on the employee side so far. We just need to keep, you know, keep chopping wood and, and moving forward with that. Yeah. We wanna from a culture perspective is, you know, we don't wanna be just a place you come to work. We wanna be a place that's fun. And yeah. we wanna be a place that's engaging and that, you know, you can see the difference that you're making in the community with your clients, with your, you know, your, uh, your part vendor partners that we're working with. Um, and, you know, just create that, you know, kind of home away from home. That's, you know, call it the strata family. Um, you know, I go back to our, our, our Christmas party. Um, we had, you know, Russ's family, my family, Elisa's family, all sitting around a table and the kids are, our teenage <laughs> kids are doing all the talking with each other and they are just cracking each other up having a great time and it's like that this is what we're trying to build we're trying to build this like community of strata family that you know has fun together we work really hard we play hard and then our families are all kind of hanging out and having a great time together yeah yeah fantastic and we have incredible swag Yes, we hey. <laughs> but a ding thanks to the Dunster well, group. Thank you all for <laughs> incredible sweat. We appreciate Slide it. you a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that's awesome. Um, before we do let you go, you know, if there are business owners, developers, you know, real estate, anyone that that could be in your world uh, that wants to learn more, what's the best way to to get in contact with you and uh, and to follow the story? Well, I mean, we're pretty active on social media, so I think you could uh, pop into Instagram and follow us there, pop into LinkedIn, obviously follow us there, but, you know, we're trying to be out and about in the community. Um, you, you can reach us on our website, you could call, email, Amy or I, anytime, um, but you should, you know, you'll see us out with crew, you'll see us out with CRE, CLT, um, so we'll be out and about. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Well, you guys are rocking, and I'm so proud of, of both of you for doing it. 
Um, you're the reason that we started the podcast, right? There's so many people doing amazing things, but it's not just amazing things in one bucket, right? There's amazing things in multiple different buckets. And I think that's the coolest thing about Charlotte that I've fallen in love with it. You know, growing up in Atlanta, I just thought I was a number. I almost thought like, how am I going to be successful here? Even if I am like, what does that even mean? Like people won't even know who I am. And I've come to Charlotte and I feel like it's a city that gives small business the opportunity to sit at a big table. It gives collaboration from the biggest organizations down. And then you see leaders like an ally and you see Novant and you see them leading from giving back and creating organizations and creating events. And that is now, I think, just permeated throughout all of the small business. It's just a unique city that I feel like people, once they figure out like, oh, the give back portion, if you've never done it, do it volunteer, get involved, figure out mm -hmm. whatever the hell you're interested in. I promise you there's a nonprofit that would love for you to volunteer or help out or, or support them. And it just means a ton. I mean, me and my wife talk about it all the time. You know, 24 foundation is one thing that I, I love and it's something that I've supported for a very long time. It just gives me more of a purpose. Like my right. kids getting to come out to that event, seeing everything and seeing me ride. And, and my kids are five and three years old, right? But there was a woman there that had brain cancer uh, a year ago. And unfortunately she has passed away, but she was being interviewed. And I remember my son was four years old at the time and he walked up and he's like, daddy, she's got this like tube coming out of her head. And I got the opportunity to, to explain kind of what was going on right. and go fast forward a year later. Um, we lose our, our golden retriever to cancer, right? When she was only eight years old and she would be 10 years old today. I'm not going to try to get emotional, but it is what it is. But like, he didn't understand a lot of different things like heaven and death and all these different mm. things. Right. But now my son knows that like, I'm in the cancer community. That's what we do. Like we support that. That's the thing that's important to us. And so I feel like he kind of is already getting into that. Right. And so as he gets older, I'm going to be taking him places. Right. Right now, he's a spoiled little brat. You know, <laughs> like, bro, I'm, we're, we're going we're going to, to we're going to West Boulevard Ministry with Bart and you're going to see what it's like for kids to not have anything. Right. Right. Like you need to be appreciative. But also, how do we take me giving you a life that gives you the ability to give back? That's more important to me than any of them being mm -hmm. great athletes or, or anything right. like that. So yeah. you guys are great for the community. I just went on a little rant here. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> Typically do that. But just thank you yeah, for, it, for believing yeah. in yourselves, taking the risk, and at the same time continuing to give back. It's it's the it's the perfect story. I think it's, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse, it's phenomenal when you can when you could create culture, you could create a, a living for yourself, but also create opportunity for others through yeah. giving back. And when you have all those things going, we call that the win trifecta. It's kind of <laughs> like this podcast, like everybody's winning. We mm -hmm. share your story. We're the host. Our story gets out there too. Yeah. And whoever you're supporting uh, wins too from more dollars or, or volunteer work towards yeah. whatever that initiative is. So um, we love that concept and uh, uh, we have a really great synergy and I think a lot in common. Um, so yeah. anyway. Well, we're great, really yeah, grateful y'all to have us out yeah, here. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, it has been amazing. Like we always say, please like, share, comment, go follow them on Instagram. They need more followers. <laughs> we They have an, they have an awesome Doing it Instagram. right now. First off, if you go on their Instagram, it's awesome. So you guys are definitely going to grow that, but you'll get to see immediately some of the projects that they've already done. Um, so definitely do that. You can go check them out on their website as well. And uh, until next time, Amy, Russ, thank you guys so much for, uh, for joining us. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.